welcome to a- another episode of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I will be your host for Tuesday or Thursday or Wednesday or Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and joining me today, um, we've decided to get out and about and go around somebody's house and see them face to face, which is a bit unusual for us. But it is. It's because I'm in Scotland and I'm actually got my hands resting on a tabletop. And that can only mean one thing. I'm here with a couple of people representing Tabletop Scotland. <laughs> it is Mr. Duncan Cowan. Hello. And it is Mr. John Harper. Hello. And they have told us that they are, um, was it Hoddit and Doddit? Is that your, no, <laughs> your no. job title? Inigo and Montoya. Oh, Inigo and Montoya. Um, the reason that we're here to have a chat is because it is about three weeks until Tabletop Scotland. It's the first, second, yep. first and second of September. September. Not that long ago, um, we're going to have a little catch up and a little chat. And uh, these two lovely gentlemen, because I can see their faces, and they're lovely. Twenty-three days. Twenty-three days. He's done his phone calculator. <laughs> um, we're going to tell talk a little bit about tabletop Scotland and why, if you are still on the fence about considering going, why you should jump in and considering going. Because I'm looking at the list that they've been given by Dave. Hi, Dave. <laughs> Lord Overseer. <laughs> Man of beard, man of jet lag, probably after coming back from Gen Con. Where we don't talk about that. He was subject. in Gen Con. Oh, he's never told anyone he was <laughs> no, in Gen Con. Well kept secret. Yeah. <laughs> never I, I mentioned that was. That I know, exactly. Did he go with anyone we know? Not that I know of. No, that's well, right. fine. But... Sure, would have mentioned it. Greg. <laughs> um, the reason that we do this is quite simple is because there's quite simply not enough podcasts out there about board games. <laughs> Apart from the 57 Riches recorded this year alone. <laughs> Uh, the other reason that we do this is because we've been threatening to get John back on the show after the last time he was on the show, so he could be loud and potentially a bit sweary if he wants to be. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> but he wasn't allowed back on alone, so I'm here as the chaperone. Yeah, exactly, yeah. just in case, so you can give him a slap if he misbehaves. Oh, excellent. And um, things are well. Things are good. Things are excellent. 400 tickets I've seen. There was a post by... 400 plus, I'd like to I'd yeah, think Yeah, we, it we went over 400 plus today. Yeah. That's good. Yes, we are, we're, we're delighted, I think <laughs> is the word we would use, with the, the success ticket sales so far. It's been drama. I mean, it's not been without its drama caused um, primarily by the the fire. Absolutely. Yeah, the art school oh, yeah. in Glasgow. Yeah. I mean, obviously the guys, you know... Yeah, so I mean, uh, Kenny Lee um, from the Dice Roll Cafe in Glasgow, um, who runs a pop-up uh, board game cafe there on, I think it's a fortnightly basis, at the Saramago Cafe yeah. in the Contemporary uh, Centre for Contemporary Arts. Um, he was providing our uh, board game library. Fantastic. Uh, you know, really appreciated his support. And um, unfortunately... The CCA building is within the cordon around the Glasgow School of Art that went on fire, and he's been told there'll be no access until at least middle of September. Um, and all of the games for the board game library are within that building, within that <laughs> cordon. So to say it was brown trousers time <laughs> when we got that um, is a bit of an understatement. So we, we we had a look through a few different options, didn't we? So we, we yeah. spoke to the guys at UK Games Expo, the guys at Thirsty Meeples um, who provide their library. We all started writing lists of room board games. We, did. <laughs> we, we all started looking at our own collections going, right, if I took the sleeves off that, that might be. Um, and ultimately the salvation came from just one of the most out there options that we hadn't even thought was an option to be honest um, the legend and he is always a legend now um, Darius Twyman of 
all around the board. Looking forward to meeting you, Darius. Organiser of the Uncon uh, convention down in Kent. Uh-huh. Um, that would be Kent. That would be that'd in the be, south of England. That would be Kent. as close to France as you could potentially and, get. And quite, quite, I've checked, significantly closer to Paris than Perth. <laughs> you know, and, and whilst Edinburgh might be the Athens of the north, Perth is not the Paris of anyway. <laughs> I'd like to, for the purposes of Perth Tourist Board, I would like to say <laughs> that the, 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 the views of John Harper do not represent tabletop Scotland. And yeah. then in a the geographical sense, purely in a geographical That's sense. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, what Darius has offered to do is to take his entire game library of 300 plus games, I think we're at the moment, and drive it in a van on the night before um, tabletop Scotland from Kent to Perth. Um, there'll be two of them so he's not doing it all on his own yeah. Um, and uh, yeah they're providing our game library which um, Kenny Lee from Dice Roll Cafe will still be running for us but without Darius providing the games we, we probably wouldn't have a library or certainly not the scale that we're going yeah, to have exactly. I mean, so, it's, it's just such a great reach out it's, you know, Darius has just turned around and said and he said it in a conversation with Dave what about if and yeah. Dave said Dave's original initial reaction was to say no you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, and, and when Dave told us, my initial reaction was, is he a fucking idiot? <laughs> and Dave went, no, no, he's a really nice guy. And I'm like, but doesn't stop him being an idiot. And it turns out he's both an idiot and really generous. So, I, so when he arrives, and when he eventually on the Friday night, once we've got him settled in and that, the first pint's on Duncan. I think, it's, I think essentially he's not, he's not going to have to buy a pint the entire time he's in Scotland. No, he's not going to have Which, to, to be honest, given that he'll be driving a van on the Friday and the Sunday, leaves Saturday, so... That's you know, not what you I'm, offer. I'm not going to be too much he's going like, yeah. to have like one pint of the most. He's going to get a shot because the alcohol laws are slightly different in England. He's going to be, I'm good for one. No. Is this is your it? car, sir? Is this your van? Yes. What is in it? Board games. Now, sir. Yeah. Exactly. What are you smuggling in board game boxes? But I'm not. It could be worse though. You could get all the way halfway back down from from tabletop Scotland and realise he's potentially left like two cards. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody before it up and say, "Hey, you left this card out of the dead of winter, mate. Do you want me to?" Do you want to come back up and get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, he's a teacher, and that Monday after Tabletop Scotland is the first day that they're right. back. Um, so he is—he's probably going to get back down there for like five, six a.m. Something stupid like that. Yeah. And and then he's going to be at work first, first thing <laughs> that morning. Can you imagine being one of his students? Just round of Actually, just thinking. Normal. When I was a kid, when I was at high school, which was admittedly not last week, right? When I was at primary in high school, slate and chalk. Yeah. Exactly. At the end of the term, you got, at, the at the end of the term, you got to bring in board games, stick and hoop stuff like that, right? As old stick, stick and hoop. Right. I remember days. Oh, you had a stick and a hoop. Oh, yeah, we were posh. Stick and hoop. Lucky. I mean, it was a hand me down from Simon, but they could have walked in a hovis advert. So, so when you were a kid, last day of school, you bought in games. Yeah. First day of school, his kids are going to get to play games from the big <laughs> Darius, we do appreciate it. Yeah, really no, because I mean, to be honest, um, the the bulk of the space of the convention is actually going to be open gaming. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we encourage people to bring their own games. Yeah. Um, they can buy from the various retailers that will be there. They can buy things and are bringing by, which we are definitely going to have on the Saturday. Yeah. Um, but without that library there, there's maybe slightly less op- options for people to try something they haven't tried before. Yeah. Um, so the fact we're going to have all these games, and it's a really great range from kind yeah. of family light games right up to the 
the, the, the driest, kind of hardest Euro game. <laughs> the you know, anti-John, as we call it. <laughs> the anti-John. Yeah, John. Right. John has never played a Euro. I've been told about the concept, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, no, thank you. Exactly. I don't want to have numbers around the board. Why do you need numbers around the board? Exactly. I, I struggle with no, anything more than number six confuses me. So. <laughs> <laughs> give me miniatures or give me death basically I'm, I'm sort of the opposite end whenever I'm explaining the game it usually starts with right whoever has the most points at the end of this game wins I don't mind games with points yeah. I just I just don't see the point of games that are only points I know. well you know as I say where there's muck there's brass oh. <laughs> I know there's no point we should have a camera so people can see the visual cue I'm picking up at. I will take photos but and so gratuitous shout out that's Darius and his convention is called Uncon Uncon. Uncon. U-N-C-O-N. Look it up, people. Share the love. His next one is in November okay. in Broadstairs in Kent, and Dave and I are currently looking at how we can get down there to support him. <laughs> oh, I think I think you should drive. I think it'll only be fair. It needs to be a van, though, surely. It could be a van. Yeah. Tear-stained tear mattress in the back. <laughs> Full <Yeah>. of nothing. Tear-stained. <laughs> 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 Empty van. Empty <laughs> van. Full van. Half moon. Full moon. Um, has it been... Has your planning had to change as things have gone on with the convention? Because obviously you weren't sure of the num- kind of numbers you were going to be kind of bringing yeah. in, and you were quietly confident when you had a couple of hundred sales coming in months and months ago. So if you had to go back to the drawing board and say, "How are we offering kind of more value? How are we making sure that oh, if every constantly. everyone, every single person that turns up, I mean, four hundred people turning up." I mean that's a th- that's a, essentially a theatre full, Plus. you know, and it's not people kind of t- yeah. turning up for you know 50, 50 minutes or an hour. This could potentially could be people that are staying for a kind of a full day. Well, so. I mean, if you think about it, the, you know, the extreme end is we already know people who are coming. Yes, who've told us that their plan is to arrive at nine o'clock, be there for the doors open nine o'clock on the Saturday morning. Yes, and not leave till one of us kicks them out at half eleven on the Saturday night. Yes, and then repeat on the Sunday when they're arriving for Sunday opening and at six o'clock on Sunday when a very grumpy operations head John is physically removing people from the building because it, <laughs> don't know, like, I don't know how that could be even be said about you you're exactly. such a such a, such a cheery chappy <laughs> not after two days of not convention after, <laughs> two days of dealing with people and having a smile exactly so, so there are people who have already said look and we know and we know from experience from other events we've been to and, and the way people want to play their games and so we've gone from originally looking at are people going to come and play for a few hours? What are we going to offer them? To knowing that we've got an audience where people are going to be there for the whole day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've we've flexed. We're trying to adapt. We're looking at what we can offer. I mean, one of the things that I think what what we really want people to do is take advantage of the the options that we're we're presenting there. You know, we've got um, Asmodee demo area. Yeah. So. People can bring their own games, they can borrow from the game library, they can go play a game at Asmodee, then go buy the game if they like, or maybe get it from the games library and replay value. And the thing is that Asmodee area, probably a lot of the um, the Gen Con releases, they, I mean, we've not got a list of exactly what they're bringing, but we would expect to that some of the games that were released the there hotness. will yeah. be on the table probably yeah. just prior to retail release yeah. for a lot yeah. of them as well. And the same goes for Carl Spring yeah. demo area, they, you know, their demo area, you go along, play their game, get along. They're even doing a couple of tournaments at their area as well, so yeah. they're going to do um, King Domino and King of Tokyo, oh, but yeah. they're just kind of on the day sign-ups, so yeah. we're not talking about kind of... Yeah, I think, there's, not, I think there's nothing more frustrating than going to an event and being the, like... 
I'm going there just on a, sp- a spontaneous kind of thing and finding out you can't take part of an event because you should should have signed exactly. up like three or six, you know, um, three or four months ago when it was kind of like first kind of released. That's what we're mixing up is you. Know, that's one of the things we focused on is we've got what we think is a very good mix of events and participation things that you can sign up before. Mm. Go to the website. You can sign up for RPG sessions. You can sign up for one of our tournament events, or you can turn up and play. You can go sign up for stuff on the day. You can sign up for RPGs on the day. Yeah. You can just rock up and play a board game. Yeah. You can do pretty much anything. Yeah. Okay. No, we're pretty much allowed sort of twenty five percent slack in every event or role playing session that we have on the website, so that you can still come on the day and there'll be sign up sheets that you yeah. can just kind of have a wee look at what's available. Um, the the booklet that we've now produced for the convention is now available on our website as well, so you can look at the PDF version of that have a wee look at what you might like to sign up for in the day. Ideally, sign up for it online in advance to confirm that your space is there, but if you turn up on the day and there are still spaces in a game, exactly, absolutely sign up. Have yeah. you been researching kind of like local amenities and stuff like that as well? Because I think one of the things that's been, I guess, levelled at the UK Games Expo is, I really like the place, but I couldn't, I'd have to take a sandwich next time because the food, the cost so, of the food up there was... You know, extortionate yeah. when they went to the UK Games Expo. Is the that ven- a, you looked well, at that as well? The venue, the yeah. Jewish Centre itself, is a, a full set. In fact, it's got two complete kitchens. All right, right. So we'll, they'll have the kitchens open there doing. So you cutting and you spreading then? Basically, <laughs> I never spread. <laughs> okay. So basically, the um, we've we've spoken to them about food options. I'm, I'm trying to be serious and I can't because Ridge is now dying in the corner. Uh, welcome to the John cast. John. <laughs> so we've got the venue providing food options yeah. uh, and it's a full kitchen and they are used to catering to events of this size and bigger. Uh-huh. So they can. So we've given them a list of the food that we think is suitable and they're basically, they're, they're, their approach they've got is we give them a menu, they'll produce that menu. So we're, we've, tried to cater for as many tastes as we can yeah there's you within 10 minutes of Perth City Centre in fact you're in 10 minutes Perth City Centre you, you literally you're out the centre take a right walk down a street yeah. and you're in the middle of Perth uh-huh. so there's all the options you can imagine that any that you get in a city the size of Perth we've actually included a lot of this information in the the convention programme that everyone will get anyway yeah. so there's a list of taxi numbers for those who need transport back to the hotels Bus there's a times. list of yeah, park and ride from local uh, yeah. from Brooksden Park and Ride yeah. right right to outside the, the venue, yeah. which is just ideal. Yeah, um, we've got a map of parking places around around the, the city centre as well. So there's a lot of different things there. And Perth uh, City Council themselves have been Enjoying. fantastic. Yeah. They've been really proactive in promoting it. They're delighted to have an event of this size and type actually coming to their city. Um, Stuart at Big Dog Books in Perth, um, you know, one of our biggest supporters. He's, um, you know, he's really been kind of helping us in terms of speaking to the council um, and obviously promoting us within local businesses as well. Um, but the, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the, the local council, everything we've tweeted, they've retweeted, everything, uh, you know, everything that we've asked of them, they've, yeah. they've been great information on, you know, um, trading licences and all that type yeah. of thing. They've and, been spot on. And one of, the, one of the things we've done is we've, we've said, right, we want this to be a family event. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, the decision on whether they go somewhere is, is it suitable for my family? Yeah. And because of that, when we went to Perth Council, when we went to Live Active 
who run the centres, we said, well, how can we make it family friendly? And their immediate comeback was, well, the site, Jewish centre we're at, right next to it is Perth Baths. Yeah. And they've got a spa, they've got a creche, they've got leisure facilities. And lo and behold, inside the convention booklet is the instructions on how to get your discount to use those facilities. Yeah, okay. So all the all the convention attendees go to Tabletop Scotland and if you want to go next door to the baths or if, if the kids, you know, if you want to use the creche facilities or if you want an afternoon in the pool, yeah. you got a discount. So you mean just try to push out as much as possible so it's not just your normal kind of gamer folk yeah. kind of coming up to see. I think one of the things that I'm most proud of, and we'll see how it works because it's all fine in theory, but we'll, we'll see how it pans out on the weekend itself, um, is our gateway zone. Um, I think that's something that maybe makes us a little different from other similar sized conventions that I've been to. Um Yes, we've got our family zone, which is uh, yeah. sponsored by Haba, which is yeah. fantastic. They've given us, you know, forty plus games from their own their own yeah. collection to do that. That's great. Um, a lot of conventions will have that family section. We've got the open gaming. We've got the demo areas from Asmodee and Coiled Spring. But our gateway area is specifically designed for people who it's their very first foray into this. Not necessarily coming with their kids, yeah. but they're just curious about what this is. They maybe have played a game of Ticket to Ride with their mates or something, yeah. and it's intrigued them, but they don't really know what they're letting themselves in for. So we've got a team of volunteers who are very special skill set um, to essentially be that first welcome to people through the door that look like they're a bit bewildered by the whole experience, to essentially just take them by the hand, whether that be figuratively or, yeah, or, yeah. or, or literally. Um, and we'll have a few kind of key games. Some of them are the obvious um, gateway games like Ticket to Ride or Carcassonne, yeah. that type of game. Splendor. But also, also some that have got that kind of table pop. So things like Meeple Circus yes. and Colt Express yes. that, you know, you'll walk past that table and if you've never seen that before, you'll go, wow, what's that? Exactly. Yeah. And you, you're, you're immediately, you're hooked. And, and what we really want to do is just get those people to sit down. These guys will teach them, teach them the rules take them through the first couple of rounds and then back off. And they're there if they're needed, but the idea is play your first few games there, find out what this great hobby is all about, and then release into the the world of the games library and the open gaming and go and have a, a wander around the exhibitors. Yeah, you know, no, and that's, that's, I think that's something that's really different that I've not seen at another convention. Um, it maybe does exist, but I think it's something that's worth building because one of the challenges of putting something together like this in Scotland is there are a lot of gamers in Scotland, but they're very geographically spread out. Yes. And actually trying to get everything together in one place, this is a fantastic opportunity to grow the base of gamers that there is in this country, because that's then our opportunity to go back to everyone next year and say, how did you find Tabletop Scotland? Had a great time. Brilliant. You coming back? Yes, and bringing three friends with me. That's how you grow. Um, and that's that's what Gateway is about. It's harder work, probably. Yeah. It's a lot of effort for probably not a huge initial kind of um, result from it. But over time, just putting that effort into that will right. <laughs> definitely will pay dividends we, over time. What we've done is, in terms of how we how we attract new new gamers, you know, we want as broad a spectrum of people as possible to attend because actually that's the best way of getting growth mm. in the hobby is to get as many different people as you can in the same place at the same time. So we've been very targeted with our advertising, for example. So we've not actually 
gone and advertised in all the obvious places. The, the, the biggest circulation of advertising we've done is we, we put an advert and a, an article in a, a free magazine that's distributed to all the schools in Fife and Perth and Kinross. Yeah. The primary schools especially. Yeah. And so what we've actually seen is a boom of teachers buying tickets. Yeah, no, I think... That's, well, I think... Um, and we've spoken a few times, I think, to... Um, you know, like Nigel Kennington and when we had Justin, yeah. Justin da- uh, Morgan Davies on, and they've waxed lyrical about the use of board games in an educational environment. Absolutely. And I think for a lot of teachers, it's like, well, how do I... You know, how do I do something? And also... Do you know what? There'll be a whole pile of teachers that'll be see if I hear another kid talking yeah. about Fortnite mm-hmm. and playing online yeah. when well, they've got here's something that you can actually do themselves, like when they're actually being sociable, and I mean sociable as in yeah. kind of facing across the table. Well, my my normal gaming group, um, there's two teachers in that, both within the Perth region. They're two of the guys who are kind of helping us to kind of push this a little bit in in, in the schools, um, and they really see both the fun aspect of it and mm. obviously the educational side of it. But the the thing that really seems to kind of tick the boxes with a lot of the parents that they speak to is getting away from the screen. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's just about having kind of social contact as a family, um, but without having to have a tablet or a phone or, or yeah, you know, yeah, a PC. Yeah. And, that, and that's one of the reasons why we very deliberately have been promoting our family tickets. Yeah. You know, you can buy an adult ticket, but family tickets and, the, the age range we're promoting family tickets at under 10s, under 16s, the actual pricing point is deliberate yeah. to get as many people to bring their whole family. I mean, under 10s are free. I mean, yeah. that, that that alone is a massive thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, what does it cost you to go to the cinema with a family, of, you know, a family of four or five? Yeah. It'll, 40 it'll, quid. <laughs> 40. I'd happy I've had that. 40, yeah. No, I, no, no, it's like, but I think if you even consider even looking at the sweets nowadays, it's mm. like, that's a fiver for that, mate. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> exactly. And so, so, what we're trying to say is, or I think what we're trying to do is, is we're trying to make sure that everyone finds something for them. So it's effectively a, a lot of space mm. with, with full enough, a lot of niches in it, mm. but no one niche is any more important than the other. Yeah. So yeah. there's bound to be something for you. If you're a gamer of any type, you'll find something you like. Yeah. Hopefully, you'll find lots of things you like. And if all else comes to pass and you're thinking, if I don't know if there's anything better to do, go to the bar. There'll be somebody in the bar to talk to, and you'll find it because we've got a bar, yeah. and you know, and we want everyone to have a good time. Yeah. I guess one of the things that's probably important to touch on in that is is the the tournaments that we actually have, because although it all sounds very formal, and you know, oh, there's a tournament for Catan, or there's a tournament for Carcassonne, it, it's still a bit of fun, you know. Yeah. It's just fun with a, a kind of framework, right? structure, yeah, you know, absolutely, and bragging rights, and who doesn't love a bit of that? So tournament-wise, um, we've got Pandemic Survivor, Survival, yes. which is a UK qualifier for the UK Championship. Um, only a couple of spaces left in only that, a I think. Of spaces left. Yeah. Um, and if you if you like Pandemic, you like that sort of game, then it really takes that core frantic, can I do this, can I do this yeah. game, and just ramps it up to 11. It just turns it up and turns it up, you know, competing against the clock and each other and... The, the ravaging diseases and the game but with the element I mean, every, everyone plays in pairs and there's one deck one infection deck that's the same for everyone so the only things that differ on each of the decisions you decisions make decisions you make wow. uh, we, we, did, we did a trial run um, fixed rules as well a, yeah. few, a few weeks ago and it was crazy 
My my team were out after three turns. <laughs> Never so, played as bad as much. I mean, in, in theory, we we built enough time for everyone for some people to actually win the game and and, and cure the diseases. Yeah. Nobody's going to win the game and cure diseases. <laughs> this is this is literally survivor. Oh, you yeah. have little faith. I have much greater <coughs> faith in the people of Perth and Scotland <laughs> than you have. Yes. A, uh, and then we've got a Catan yeah. UK qualifier as well. Um, so the Catan one's a bit different in that. Um, is it there's a set it's a set map I can't yeah. remember the exact yeah all, 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 all the, the the maps are set up identically um, but it's four players yeah. uh, four players per per map on that particular one but the thing with that is that is a qualifier for the UK yeah. um, Catan Championships sure. which are held 2019 UK yeah. Games yeah. Expo and the winner from Tabletop Scotland we will pay for their travel to get down to Birmingham. Oh, um, and that's not travel via another country. <laughs> you're not getting a free flight to Los Angeles and then back, back to Birmingham. Well, you never know. We could go to Wales and then yeah, back via Cali. We'll yeah. straight as far as, you know, somewhere reasonable. We've got a van. It's got, <laughs> it's it's got, got a mattress in it. It's tear stained. Indeed. Um, but yeah, so, so we'll, we're basically paying for their travel to get to the UK National Games Expo, which is... Oh, that's pretty good. You know, and if they win that, they'll potentially get to the world. So, and the price for that is Expo get to pay for them to fly to America well, that's, uh, that's good. and then we've got uh, Star Wars Destiny um, which is being sponsored and run by our friends at Common Ground Games in Starling yes um, and they uh, and that's um, so for those who've never played Destiny it's, and you played the other oh night, I love it it's a great game dice and cards and Star Wars what more is it is to do I mean it's got everything you want in a game it is everything you want in a game, game. and more and, and so that's, and so much more and uh, there's some cool prizes for that and there's uh, unique game mats that Steve's designed yes for, for prizes for that um, we've got the Scottish Carcassonne Championships um, <laughs> I can't imagine how that goes well um, it's Carcassonne <laughs> that's a road <laughs> that's a road you can't have that lined in <laughs> It's not a lion, it's a church. That's like the skies, you know. Well, it's what you get is carcass on, isn't it? I mean, you know what you're going to get. And then we've well, got... There's going to be fights, John. If there is, Scottish, I'd be disappointed. Scottish Championships are carcass on. <laughs> I'd be disappointed. Then there's Karuba, um, which may or may not, depending on eventuality, feature somebody wearing a sparkling Dan Jones outfit. Someone who's previously identified themselves as an Ego Montoya. Yes, somebody who's... Potentially not sitting too far across the table from us. It depends. Um, I own the whip. <laughs> Fair enough about that. <laughs> uh, moving swiftly on. Yeah. And uh, then we've got our Shades by Grand Clash. Yes. So Shades by is a fantastic um, uh, squad skirmish combat board game from our friends at Games Workshop. Uh, if you've never played it, I thoroughly recommend it. It's one of those, it's easy to learn, hard to master, you know. You can spend as much or as little as you want on the game. You'll have a great time, uh, and it's a grand clash. So that's Games Workshop's organised play structure for it. Hmm. This is the first ever grand clash in Scotland. So they released the game last year. Uh, their first grand grand clash uh, was at um, I want to say Blood and Glory, which is a big event down south. And so they're providing us with all the prizes. They provide us with support for the event itself mm. uh, promotion on their website which as you can imagine gets a lot of Sna- snazzy little trophy which very is, lovely yeah. it's very lovely gold, uh, gold, say gold uh, trophies engraved glass trophies um, and that's um, again like all our tournaments yeah. free all you have to do is buy a convention ticket so if you want to just play in 
the Shades Bar tournament or the Pandemic tournament, you buy a ticket for that day for the convention. That's pretty cool. That's it. So if you're buying, if you're paying £15 for your weekend ticket and you want to play Shades Bar on the Saturday and do the convention on the Sunday, that's perfect. You're not paying any extra for getting entry. And in fact, in some cases, if you win these things, what you get in terms of prizes is significantly more than you paid for your ticket in the first place. Of course, if you enter Pandemic Survival and get knocked out in round three, then you've got the whole day ahead of you. <laughs> exactly. Convention hall. You will get knocked out in round yeah. three. Um, so, so yeah, so we've got so these are structured events mm. which are part of the weekend, but the weekend isn't just these events. Like I say, you can play one or more of these if you time it right, and then you've still got time in the you are, even with these events finishing, you the, they'll be finishing even starting 10 o'clock finishing 6 o'clock still gives you on the Saturday five and a half hours to enjoy the enjoy the games library enjoy the demos yeah. rooms, and enjoy go around all the vendors enjoy the bar yeah. take part in even the activities we've got planned because we've got stuff planned right the way through to closing okay. time I mean, you can, we've got some intellectual pursuits haven't we yes yeah. intellectual we've got, we've got pursuits. Some seminars, seminars, seminars and that don't you know seminars yeah. seminars, seminars. seminars. actual people yeah. talk, oh talk. seminars yes. so, so, so friend, friend, friend of the show Bez of uh, oh, Stuff by Bez is doing Bez. a uh, yeah, board game design 101 seminar yeah. uh, which is on the Saturday um, so again just really you know, a, a bit of an insight into her process. There's um, going to be cats. There'll be cats, of course. Well, yeah, Bez will have the wall of cats. Yes, we've had to provide enough extra wall um, for, for the, the wall, wall of cats, cats so which I believe is over a thousand now. Is uh, it? Well, I'll yeah. be a couple. I'll be trying to throw pictures yeah. of my three. So, yeah. <laughs> That'll be absolutely fantastic. But the guys, the guys from Meeple like us as well, um, who did their accessibility yes. and board gaming seminar at UK Games Expo. Um, that was their warm up, so they're doing their proper version at Tabletop Scotland. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be fantastic. Um, we've got um, obviously Geek and Son are one of our one of our sponsors, along with, along with DMB Games, Hexagony, and, and Gaming, Gaming Enhancements. Yes. But uh, Geek and Son obviously are bringing a couple of their tables um, along as well. And they're having bringing, had a, they're bringing a couple of tables along, they're returning with a no less than one. <laughs> <laughs> but a number between zero and one, depending on just how many I can get out of the building, there being more. Exactly. So what, what operations? <laughs> I mean, what's great about that though is, is they um, they've essentially said, look, the best advert for our tables is to see people at them enjoy themselves yeah, playing games. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, some, we, we've given some uh, some of our uh, ticket purchasers yeah. who have won prize draws time to play on a Geekinson table, so kind of two-hour slots. Yeah. We've also spoken to, to all of our exhibitors who have games that they may want to demo in a more focused way. So we'll give each of them a kind of dedicated time slot on the table and then people can see you know, both the table in action but then also that game being demoed as well. Um, so they, they've been fantastic. They've been really supportive. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's, there's there's so much happening. There really is. Uh, yeah. Um, um, so so what what we're looking at now? Yeah. Is we've we've broken the four hundred ticket sales. Yes. Which we're really stoked about. We know there's going to be people that can't make their mind up yet. We know there's people that haven't bought a ticket yet. So we're just saying, if you want to come, buy a ticket. If you can, and if you still, if, even if you have been able to line the stars up enough that you can say by twenty fourth, I believe we stop online we ticket do. sales. So we'll still be selling tickets on the day on the door, mm-hmm. um, so you can rock up and pay. Mm-hmm. We we want as many people as possible there. We've got all the capacity. We, we we've we've got a capacity. We know that we want to get as close to that number as possible. Yeah. So just yeah, buy your ticket. 
If we get if we get so close to that number, we might have to put an attendance cap on, and those people who leave it to buy on the day, John, might be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, have you had people from all of the UK oh, kind yeah. of coming over? I mean, we've got people coming. We've got there a, are people from Northern Ireland no, coming. And we've got we've got a, a publisher from the Republic uh, coming over as well, who will be yeah. in the playtest zone, yeah. uh, de- decking awesome games. Yeah. Um. So yeah. they'll they'll be in the playtest zone. We, we've, we've got people Germans, from Germans, believe, yeah, from Germany Germans coming. We've, coming over. we've had interest from you. Know, we've got. I mean, people from the very far south as you can get in England. We've got people coming from Brighton who are coming to Scotland for the first time. Like heard some guy in a Vic van is coming up from. Okay, some guy. Some guy. <laughs> um. You know we. We've got people from the whole of Scotland. You know, really, you know. Did that surprise? I mean, did that surprise you? I mean, I know people would say like Perth's the heart of the heart of Scotland, but I mean, the the, the kind of when I heard first heard the destination, I went Perth, and then I went, well, actually, to come to think of it, it's half an hour away from me. I mean, it's it is it's it's yeah. actually it takes it takes longer to get to Stirling. It certainly takes longer to get to Glasgow. On a bad day, on a good day, it actually takes longer to get to Edinburgh unless I'm yeah. getting the train. So, well, well, that's exactly. It. I mean, we'd sort of hoped, didn't we? You know, we thought it sounded like a good idea, but until people started buying tickets yeah. from different parts of the country, we, then we were talking about it, and we were trying to think of a strap line, you know, for the, you know, for the the actual event, and we were going through tabletop Scotland, you know, and, and I threw gaming in the heart of Scotland. And I got funny looks, and I was like, "Well, Perth's in the middle of everywhere." Yeah, it really, it, you know, if you put a, drew a point in the middle of Scotland, if you actually found the geographic middle of Scotland, a, it's halfway up a bloody mountain somewhere. Yeah, right, in real life, but the reality is, is if you look at where all the places in Scotland really are, you know, the only point where the the motorway network, as it were, really does join up. Yeah, and you can get to by train from everywhere else is pretty much Perth. So I, it is central enough for almost everyone we've spoken to in Scotland to they say oh but Perth and like, yeah but you go well it's Glasgow you're 45 minutes away on the motorway you're Edinburgh you're 45 minutes away on the motorway unless the traffic's bad oh Dundee and in fairness yeah, it's, not actually, it's not actually too far away from Newcastle from Cumbria yeah, you know yeah, I mean no. you're only talking a, a couple but of I think hours, people, I think people want a different venue as well yeah. I think you know um, Perth's kind of a small enough place that it's not going to intimidate a lot of people. I know some people. The thought of driving to Glasgow, it's just oh, I just I hate driving. I hate personally. I hate driving to Glasgow. I've always hated driving to Glasgow. I hate going on to fifteen lanes wide and wondering if always I should come off. Like, always come off the wrong always way. Always come off the yeah, wrong yeah, way. Yeah, that yeah. bit where you're supposed to turn right when you're supposed to turn left. Somehow you end up at Charing Cross, even though you have no idea why you're in Charing Cross. But then yeah. Perth is like, well, I know I go straight up here. I take a left here, and I'm pretty much yeah. yeah I'm pretty and much and it's actually been a really big selling point when we were down at UK Games Expo. Um, the fact it's in Perth has actually been um, a real positive for yeah. those who don't live in... For, for some who live in Scotland, it's, oh, it's Perth, it's half an hour up the road. Right, fine, for you, that's the case. But if you're coming up from Kent or if you're coming up from, you know, somewhere else down south, yeah, you want to go to a park where you can see some distilleries or do some kind of tourism but, stuff oh yeah, or there's just nice scenery. Exactly. Oh yeah, by the way, here's the Highlands. Uh, <laughs> you've seen them in every film you've ever watched. Enjoy. But there's our side of it. Is there's the whole family thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like my my son. We went to Edinburgh this week um, with the. Uh, you know, he went across to Edinburgh. But there was that kind of thing. Always oh, Edinburgh. It's festival time. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be kind of busy. Glasgow's kind of the same. Perth. It's kind of like again. It's kind of like it's kind of family friendly enough. So it's kind of got that thing. Oh, so you've the, not got the. I mean, and actually, you mentioned about your son. Um, 
and we were talking about the the family zones. And one of the one of the things we've done this year is it. I'm not sure if you've read this. It's the Scottish Year of the Young Person. Mm. So we're an official Scottish Year of the Young Person partner. All right. And um, we've uh, we've we've reached out to some local schools in Perth, and we've got a a media. I can't remember what the term we used was. It's gone from it, but we've reached out to. So we're official Scottish Young Person partners. So we've we've you know we've we reached out and we've said right, how can we incorporate that into what we're doing? Yeah. So again, our focus has been on the family side of it, and it, you're just getting that aspect has been quite good as well. Yeah. Actually, and we're, we're actually running a competition through the the teacher friends that I have in some of the local schools as well. It's it's, it's a designer poster competition, mm. um, but it's really just to try and kind of create a bit of awareness of the fact that this hobby exists. Um, in amongst the group, it's fascinating, group that, isn't it? I always, yeah. I always continually meet people, and I was like, uh, "What do you do? Oh, I like to play tabletop and board games. What well, no. like Monopoly? Monopoly? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's still going on. Yeah. I still can't. You know, we're sitting here with kind of like you know, um, the sentinels, the sentinels box. The sent- mm. sentinels box. The <laughs> and if you open it up, it goes. Ah. If I keep buying Kickstarters, I'll be sleeping. <laughs> <in that room. laughs> you but probably could yeah. actually. No, we, we've all used we've all used the term the hobby tonight. Yeah. Right. But actually, when I, when I explain it to people that aren't in the hobby, I invariably end up spending as much time telling them about the fact well, it's board games. But board games are not the same as role playing yeah. games. Some are. Some are role playing board games. Yes. And some role playing games are board games. And some. But then there's card games. <laughs> and some card games are board games, but they're also role playing games. And then you've got card games that are role playing games that don't. You can see why we don't let them out very often, <laughs> yes, don't you? It's, yeah. but it's, it's like the body Python thing. Yeah. I'm a duck. Yes. Which means that I'm an African <laughs> duck or a European yeah, duck. Yeah. But that's it. We say the hobby, but what we actually really mean the hobbies is, is is dozens of hobbies. Yes. Which some of us do lots of one and none of another, and yes. some of us do dripping and out. I mean, you know, I, I prefer, I'm a war gamer by preference. I like war games. Do some board game. Do some card games. You know, I'm, done, a, bo- I'm a board gamer. Done, board done a bit of role playing. Done a bit. Of, done a bit of uh, kind of uh, war games in the past. Yeah. But my focus. Squarely is board games. Yeah, and Dave's coming at it from the role playing angle primarily from and from background and more sort of board game. So actually, we've got quite a yeah. a three sixty and amongst yeah, the, the four and, and Simon's coming at it from. We've got to have something to do the maths. Point of view. <laughs> <laughs> we all need that. We all need that one person. That one, Simon's yeah. Like, so yeah. So yeah. so we think the event reflects us. You mm-hmm. know, it reflects our tastes our personalities and that's why we've gone for the stuff we've gone yeah. for because you can see each of us I mean you you won't find a bigger advocate for the yeah. Shadespire than me you know, Duncan's all about his board games you say the words Dungeons and Dragons and Epic to Dave and his face lights up oh, I've seen that and that's like the Christmas thing we've got a day yeah, like well. but yeah. the thing the great thing is about Tabletop Scotland that you can go along there as a board gamer that's never had any exposure to role playing never had any exposure to, to card ga- you know collectible yeah. card games and actually, you might just see something or find something or try something out. Um, I mean, all of the, uh, I think with the exception of about five or six, I think all of the role-playing games that we're running are, are kind of beginner-friendly. The, yeah. there's, there's pre-generated characters there that you just sit down, at, you know, sign up for the game, sit yeah. down at the table, they'll talk you through it and, you yeah. know, it's just see what see that you like it. And that's something that not every convention is going to and give I mean, you the opportunity to do. One of my, one of my friends, Joe Ward, who's, who's coming specifically... So he can D and D. He's never had a chat. He, he always, he always, he's always wanted to play D and D. Never played it. And then we arranged this, and he's like, "We have D and D." I'm like, "Yes." They signed up, signed up, signed up for D and D session. Literally, yeah. which one do we go for? And I'm like, "This one." So I signed up. For it. And he's, he's like, "Can it be a Kenda Bard?" 
And I'm, no, you can't be a bard. No bards allowed. <laughs> so he, he, he is literally coming so he can have his very first ever D&D. That's cool. That's literally, he's going to, that's all he's after because he's always wanted to do it and he's just never had the opportunity. So we're doing this thing, literally, he lives in Dundee, so it's half an hour from his front door. Yeah. He's going to drive along, him and his missus. Uh, and have some boy, fun. Have some fun. And he's going to get to D&D for the first time ever. That's pretty cool. And if I, and, and I believe he's won prizes. Um, jammy bastard. Um, <laughs> not a joke, by the way. He wins everything. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right, okay. He, he won a, um, a, an AST for Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah. Thingamajig Bird of the Week. Yeah. He keeps, he does all, you know, you see the people on Facebook have given away this. Winner, Joel Ward. Do you want some gin with your bitter lemon? So, it's the 1st and 2nd of September. Yeah, it's Saturday, is. Sunday, yes. Um, 23 days from now. Dewar's, it's at the Dewar Centre. In Perth. In yes. Perth. Yep. Um, tickets are... £15 for the weekend for the weekend for, for an adult it's £15 for the weekend 10 if it's just Saturday 8 if it's just Sunday yeah. but we have also got um, concessionary price for young adults okay. um, between 11 and 16 under 10s are free yes. and we've got a family ticket which you can have two adults two young adults for £44 and it's any number of under 10s on a family yeah. ticket because oh. if you buy a family ticket and you've got six kids yeah then chances know, are that two or three of them are going to be going in free yeah exactly so, that's excellent and that's, yeah, and like, £15 we think is great value for the yeah. weekend uh, no absolutely I mean let's face it it doesn't even get you to allow you to drive past the zoo exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, can only, you can look at a penguin <laughs> we went me and my partner Peter and my dad went to um, the animal wildlife park at King Craig yeah and it was £48 just to drive in as I say the cinema was just 48. you know you're talking like 15 quid it's, fi- it's about 15 quid for me to get into the cinema by myself it was sure. about 13 quid I mean premier seats but obviously you got to be you didn't get live entertainment at Tabletop Scotland yeah, on sure. the Saturday, Saturday night, night as well yeah, there's, yeah. Uh, there's, uh, so we've got um, uh, so Unlucky Frog uh, yeah. podcaster doing a room 101 Ooh, the enemy hiss <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're doing a room 101 style show there's your terror John thank you so very um, um, let's just say names within the within the hobby. <laughs> the, the hobby. Yes, we'll be, the hobby club. we'll be putting putting things into room one hundred and one. Yeah, yeah, which uh, will be cool. We're crazy about that. And um, where can we find you online? In uh, terms of if folk have listened along and said, like, let's find out some more. Let's go ahead and book some tickets. Whereabouts so, do you find you guys? Tabletopscotland.co.uk. Yes, that's got everything. Okay, all your tickets. If you want to buy it, if you haven't bought your tickets, if you want. To sign up for an event or an RPG session that's not already full mm. you can sign up there there are still spaces available for all the events uh, and some of the RPGs have still got empty slots but they are filling rapidly where all, 75% of 75% of all the role playing games is gone cool um, you can also get us on Facebook just Facebook Tabletop Scotland if you are going to come or you want to talk to us about anything Tabletop Scotland or you want to arrange games we've also got a separate Tabletop Scotland chat group on Facebook which people are already arranging transport, group lifts, game sessions. You know, people are already off bring, uh, saying what they're bringing to the bring and buy, for example, on there. So we've got a great group of people chatting on their attendees. And we've also got Twitter, which is, wait for it, at Tabletop Scott. Yay! And the same on Instagram. Uh, and if anyone out there would like to explain Instagram to us, please find us at the event. I can do that. <laughs> we also have an app. We also have an app, yes. We have an app which you can download and install uh, from both iOS and Android devices. 
Oh. And in the app, you will find a huge range of information. Oh. Um, have you not seen the app, Richard? I will need to get the app. I have the app here. Oh, that's... Oh, wow. So we have our own app. Uh, that's, and... that's sparkly. <laughs> Essentially, it's got all the event schedule for the entire yeah. convention, so you can favourite which events you're actually in. It'll send you a notification 15 Reminded, minutes before. Yeah. It's got a map of the venue, um, which you can zoom in from particular events. So there's no excuse for being in the wrong place, wrong time, if you've booked up. That's really, really... Yeah. And cool. it also... So the map shows you all the venue it also gives you a complete floor plan for all the vendors mm. and all the different zones uh, and it includes the where to buy your tickets where to buy your merchandise the quiet room where the seminars are so you know we've we've, we've got that and as duncan said you can actually use it to take a note of your day basically plan your day buy your tickets and once you bought your tickets you can just pick whatever you want from the list and that's how you know where you're going so if you want to play Ooh. Sorry, I've just found, <laughs> just found a D&D I might want to do. <laughs> if you think you're going to have time to play D&D <laughs> at Tabletop <laughs> Scotland, let me just have a word with Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so basically, yeah, so iOS and Android, that was published this week, wasn't it? It was. Uh, just the other day, yeah. So really, really cool. Uh, and that was created by a friend of the event. Yep, Chris Brind. Uh, Chris. Brindy. Yeah. As he's Thank, known, you. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, Thank so, you. so you've got all the options there. Um, is there anything else online? Or I think that's that's, that's, that's our it? presence. We will make sure, as normal, that we shall put them in the show notes Fantastic. so that we have notes to show. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and if you want to keep an eye on what we're up to, and you should, because we're going to be doing lots, we're doing lots and lots of things over the next couple of months. Um, you can find us on Twitter, which is We're Not Wizards. You can find us on Facebook, which is We're Not Wizards. You can read stuff that people have been writing on our blog which is we're not wizards.blogspot.com you can find us on our website which is we're not wizards.com as well you can go to youtube and find us or just search for we're not wizards you'll find us there you can find us on the appropriate kind of various um podcast catchers acast stitcher spreaker player fm um, if you like what you've heard then please follow us on twitter like our page on facebook if you like us very, very much, then please consider going to Apple Podcasts and dropping us a subscription. If you like us even more, consider dropping us a rating or a review. And as we say, if you are going to give us a rating or a review, don't give us a 10, because it makes us big-headed. But don't give us a 1, because it makes me cry. <laughs> give us a 5, because it's in the middle, and it's average. And we are decidedly average. But the gentlemen who have not been average this evening is the rather <laughs> wonderful, the rather fantastic, the rather magnificent Duncan and John. <laughs> there are only two more things left to do. Just the two. Just the two. The first thing is to remember that we are many things, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards, gentlemen? No. Absolutely not. not a wizard. Absolutely not. We are head- we're not wizards. We're heading up a fun family games filled event the beginning of September we are indeed and the second thing is to say goodbye so it is a goodbye from Duncan goodbye it's goodbye from John toodle pip <laughs> and it's a goodbye from me remember stay safe roll6s.com <laughs> and if you are kicking about the castle round about September time get yourself on 
get yourself up to Tabletop Scotland because it sounds like with you at your events, you've got your chance to go into gaming if you haven't done it before. You've got a chance to actually drag along that auntie or that uncle or that brother or that sister who has always said what you do with those bits of cardboard, bring them into Tabletop Scotland, let them have a shout, show them what it's all about. And it's, you know, fan- sounds like it's fantastic value for money. It sounds like it's going to be a fantastic time for all involved. But until the next time, goodbye.